he's, he's, little um, sleepy head. <laughs> he's been working really hard on that idea for um, Elon Musk, and it's worn him out. It's challenging some days. But that's why it we have challenging. the Council Cast. <laughs> Word. Nice transition. Welcome to episode 98, being recorded Whoa. on November 5th, 2019. Oh, man. The Council is Silas now in session. And as with every week, we will blow Silas's mind with arbitrary decisions about topics on science, technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. Next <clears throat> to no expertise. All council cast and decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. Nice. So, like welcome that. to the Edge of Space tonight, where we will be joined uh, by... The Voyager spacecraft, which has apparently reached the edge of space as we know it. This has already happened like four times. Hold on. <laughs> it's not pronounced Voyager. It's pronounced V'ger. What? Oh, that's what Star Trek says. V'ger. Which Voyager is it? I don't know. <laughs> Did... Didn't that cloud from the first the motion picture wasn't that V'ger? Wasn't that Voyager probe? I don't know. <coughs> so this is so this is Voyager two that they're talking about, which did oh. in fact reach interstellar space last year. But uh, what they are looking at is the transition of the probe as it went from our solar system into interstellar space. And how it com- and they're comparing it to what happened with Voyager One, which did the same thing, and it looks like the interesting thing they found is that once you reach interstellar space, there's a pretty big change in how solar wind affects the uh, affects the spacecraft, and so they have some data showing kind of these di- this difference where they had some sensors showing. As you reach interstellar space, it take took about 50 days to transition, and the solar wind dropped off dramatically. Um, so that's kind of a cool thing. They they sent these probes. So that out. made it faster or slower? Um, it changed direction. But did did it affect <laughs> the speed of Voyager? No. I don't think so. I don't know, actually. It doesn't really say. They, they, so they talk about as you reach interstellar space, the sun's influence weakens as the galaxy starts to have more of an influence on a body as it travels through space. No more particle diversion, right? And Around so, the sun? Yeah. yeah. So instead of going, you know, being more directed from the sun, you're directed by other things. And so that's what they're kind of seeing here is that this there's a massive drop off of the sun's <coughs> influence on the spacecraft's uh, sensors. I don't think it actually changed its speed though. Hmm. Okay. I'm not really sure. But it's yeah, kind of a cool sorry about that. Yeah, I'm sorry about that Voyager reference earlier about Star Trek. I looked it up. It's Voyager 6. That's the Star Trek Enterprise ship finds in the heart of the cloud. Thanks not for Voyager 2. I just want to clarify that for those of you at home uh, who are keeping score. It's Voyager 6, not Voyager 2. When, when, <laughs> when do we launch Voyager 6? 
in the year 2510, <laughs> sure. we launch Voyager 6 again. That's exactly the song. Uh, um, more importantly, though, do you want to see NASA return to the moon and prioritize crude space exploration? Yes or no? Sure. I'm going to yes. go with a yes. Why not? Thumbs up. 83% of people said yes, 17% of people said no. Boom! We are in the right here, people. I say thumbs up for space. Eh. <clears throat> this I'm... is actually kind of cool because of the the Voyager... Um... Huh. I was just watching a Good high point. school experiment. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> thumbs down. Just, just watching a high school experiment. This professor took, uh, he bought the huge sheet of like spandex. And oh, you haven't seen that before? Trampoline. Gravity? Yeah. And he throws the marbles around in it or the big metal balls? Yeah, when have you seen that? And he's like, look, if you throw it this way, I can make this one orbit around that thing because of gravity. And I'm like, Should it's because of. And throws Sandra Bullock on the thing and she orbits it? Yes. <laughs> Thumbs up for that. That is the most visually stunning, most boring movie ever made. <laughs> Would it be better Gravity. if it was at me? What was that? Well, wouldn't it be better if what? One at a time. <laughs> Wait, I, I can't hear you. Let me get closer to the microphone. <laughs> would, would it have been better if the movie was shot at the interstellar transitions point yes. i've always thought that absolutely i give this a double thumbs up for having the spacecraft last for like twice as long as they were supposed to and they're still collecting what, data what i'm curious is now that we have kick-ass cameras right mm -hmm. hear me out yep we send an Ari Alexa tricked out with its 4K, or maybe we get a Monstro 8K red camera, or maybe we get a couple of them, you know? We launch that into space. And then we send back... Then it has an escape pod that shoots it right back to Earth because there's no way they're going to transfer that data. It would take... It would literally take millions of years to transfer that much data. Literally? Literally. Literally. Literally? Literally. 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 <laughs> literally. Sorry. Your problem with this plan is the word literally? Come on. <laughs> and be like, today's bandwidth brought to you by Mediacom. Oh, shit. <laughs> if it's a government-run project, too, Silas, it'd be DSL. All the way from the middle of space back. Actually, Silas, I've got a solution for you. Is you launch it with a really, really long cable. That's what mm. I was going to say. <laughs> we, can we run it from... Um, it's like a torpedo. Run it from the top of our space elevator? <clears throat> Absolutely. <laughs> Elon Musk's space elevator? That oh. thing was dope. <laughs> can you How see long? that? Power supplies in either Voyager supposed to last? Well, they're well, radi they're um, nuclear powered. 
Right, but they'll run out. But Voyager 6 on the Star Trek movie ran into an alien intelligence that powered it so it could complete its mission. So it didn't matter what it was powered with. <laughs> I love how you, you sit back and you look super smug about that. Like, <laughs> you dummies. Didn't you know? Didn't you know? Uh, I did. I'm the smart. I'm the smart one. Can't you see? Can't you see? Well, cool. I'm glad that they did that. I'm impressed. Thumbs up for Voyager one. I mean two. I mean six. I mean two. Thumbs up for Voyager. So apparently, the RTG on the on the spacecraft of Voyager one only put produces 249 watts. <laughs> Okay, well, you know, just put a bigger power supply. Just bulk the thing up. I mean, it's only going all the way across space. Add a few pounds. I'm not sure how long it is supposed to last. Remember when... Um, oh, okay, Rick... so the half-life of the radioisotope is 87.7 years. The half-life? So they think that it will be able to support operation until 2025 right so the question would be is how long will it be until it can no longer power the transmission antenna they think about 2025 yeah they said oh that was for voyager oh no 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 sorry i take that back so it depends on how much it wants to do they said when they launched they produced 470 watts of power it declines over time obviously due to the half-life uh, as of November 5th, 2019, that's like today. Holy shit. Wikipedia is up to date. They said that it has 71.6% left and that it'll have 56% left by 2050. So it's going to go a while. So it could probably go like another 60-ish years after that. How many light years is that? Until I mean, it's dead, but it can't power, power something. <laughs> how many light years is that? <clears throat> Did you say light beers or light years? But I don't know how much power. I, w- I don't know how much power it takes to, to shoot something back to us. Would be the question. No, no, no. You see, <laughs> the shuttle has its own battery, so it'd just be a completely separate little thing. Just. You get halfway out there and shoot something back, and that's the end of it. I like Silas's idea of a escape pod for the um, flash drive or whatever it is. It's got all that information. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an escape drive. pod for, for the flash drive. <laughs> Burned up in reentry. Dang it. SD card. Help us, Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, it's an escape pod. There are no life forms aboard. <laughs> it's got a little thing. We're gonna plug into a droid and get a. I'm sorry, I didn't realize I did that. That's well, hopefully, funny. if you do launch a, a uh, recovery probe back to Earth, it doesn't run into an asteroid belt. And That's what I always say. Turn into another planet. Oh, like, cool! Uh, like what happened as the fourth largest asteroid in the asteroid belt apparently turned itself into a dwarf planet. So what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're going to turn yourself into any planet, why a dwarf planet? Jeez. 
Wow. <clears throat> I, I mean, I wonder if this is pl if it's trying to take on Pluto. I don't know for being like the ninth planet again. How do we know it's a planet? Well, it's apparently big enough. I don't know. At least that's what we now. When when two asteroids love each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I didn't understand. <laughs> now I get it. When a rock loves an asteroid. So yeah, so apparently a couple asteroids, or at least a asteroid in the uh, asteroid belt, Apparently has collided with enough things to make it a, big enough to be a dwarf planet. Um, hmm. They apparently think that it not only is it smushed together, but it's also really smooth, which is pretty atypical for something that gets hit by a lot of other rocks. Um, so they think that this thing, it was kind of unique because they said that they think it hit something else so fast that it turned into a liquid liquefied itself, and then reformed into a round sphere. That's pretty dope. How do they... How... Is this a lot of guesswork, or do they... Yeah, NASA's just a bunch of well, people they... sitting around in a room. It's literally a writer's room for what could happen outside of Earth. Literally? Well, Literally. They, they did put together this pretty cool simulation, so they must have just based it off of that. I watched. No, it. it's just it a. It, it, all it is oh. is a drop of hot marble, like glass. It's just <clears throat> a marble maker just dropped a little piece of glass, and they just That's recorded that. That's pretty cool. Glass. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, don't you know that uh, the guys at NASA just operate their entire jobs off of a set of wizards die? You know, a couple what? of. Are you saying real words? What are you saying? Real words. Uh, so is there going to be a new planet on the asteroid belt? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to say thumbs uh, down. I don't know. What's going to happen with the asteroid belt? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of an asteroid turning into the fourth largest dwarf planet in the universe, but I just... I, It's just way too much just made up. Silly guesswork. Brian back in full force. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I just, I just, is thumbs down for just making up stuff. Way to go, NASA. You know, maybe, thumbs up for balls. Maybe, maybe a larger bean mate was trying to make uh, marbles and it accidentally dropped one into the asteroid belt and it turned into this planet. See, if you're going to make up stuff, make up stuff like that. <laughs> that I would go for. That's a thumbs up. Sure. <laughs> Silas thumbs gives up. it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up for, for smooth balls. <laughs> I give it a thumbs up because we should probably go capture it and make a lot more marbles out of it. There you go. Does what? Kayla give it a thumbs up for smooth balls? <laughs> uh, you know what doesn't require any balls is uh, using a smart ball, a smartphone app to administer a driving test. Mm. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
<laughs> so apparently Microsoft uh, is fed up with putting humans into cars to administer driving tests that they came up with a smartphone app to do it. And the project called HAMS, not sure why, um, allows you to basically mount a phone to the windshield of your car and you can go through, it'll walk you through taking a driving test. So, you know, next time you go and get a new license, maybe maybe it'll be done by a phone? I don't know. Maybe you can take it by yourself anytime you want. Uh, figure out what HAM stands for. <clears throat> it stands Who has for to take driving tests? Harnessing, harnessing automobiles, automobiles for safety. Yes. I was reading it. I don't know. <laughs> I <was reading> <laughs> Humans are more simple. <laughs> Hands. No, humans are mostly stupid. M- humans, <laughs> automobile. <laughs> humans, plus automobile. <laughs> mayhem. Stu- I don't know. I can't do it. I, don't, I, I like the idea of this in that it's kind of a, uh, you know, it's sometimes difficult and challenging to take a test I think for a lot of people and if you have a smartphone that it might make it easier for people to There's take less it test. <clears throat> you're not taking it in front of a person right so you don't have them judging you you're just like right. you're just like oh I'm just going to drive could be more or less oh wait there's still a person in there well the person driving no they're to load the phone or they load the phone and they <clears throat> yeah I, I I'd say that's a pretty cool thing because if you could put that on your car and then practice your driving test and that thing could score you um, ah. and you wouldn't have the your mom or your dad sitting next to you going, ah, push the brake, push the gas. It could be a kind of a cool way to prepare yourself for the test. Yeah. I like this. Thumbs up. I like this about as far as I can throw it. And I can hey. throw myself on pretty far, so thumbs up. Nice job, Ham's project. Yeah, I give it a thumbs down. Because I think that you need to have somebody there to absolutely rate this person while they're taking the test. <clears throat> well, well, actually, I'm, I'm going to change my vote. In the Definitely real world, down. I go with that Blaine. In, you in can the have real world, Siri on often, there bothering you. How how often do you have somebody who's bothering you while you're driving? And in the real world, how often are you allowed to play with your smartphone while you're driving? Yeah, well, I mean, are you, you married or not? <laughs> <clears throat> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, because if you're married to me, you're you're gonna be constantly nagged when you're in the driver's seat. So, <laughs> she she might be listening right now instead of working. Wait, I'm, I'm oh. confused. Are you in the driver's okay. seat and you're nagging somebody else, or are you nagging the person in the driver's seat? Both, Blaine. Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Blaine, I don't know if you know this, but that door behind you just opened. <laughs> <laughs> paying attention <laughs> what the hell was that for, for, for those of you at home that was Matt he's not allowed to show his face in this particular episode <laughs> well hey, you know what uh, you could use your face for though is to verify yourself to be able to watch porn hmm. which is what Australia is planning to do apparently uh hmm so Australia uh, self-identify 
apparently the biggest problem they have right now is underage people watching porn. And wow. it's such a big <laughs> Not problem. Not the spiders or the toads? I feel like the toads are a lot bigger problem. They brought the toads there to help with infestation, and all it's done is create a giant toad population. And the toads are killing off natural wildlife there. This is not are funny. This like is serious. Simpsons episode, Abby. Say what? That's a Simpsons episode. Yes, it is. Well, it's also true. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but go on. Keep talking about it's porn. It's such a big problem that they decided they are now that they can't regulate it any other way other than using facial recognition to verify you are who you are. Here, wait, I got an idea. Why don't they just keep their nose out of everybody else's business? And if kids want to watch porn, let them watch porn. Have their parents manage that. This is going to result in some poor 35-year-old guy having a baby face trying to get online to watch some porn, and it's not going to let him. And then the dude's going to go on a fucking rampage. <laughs> wait, didn't we do that? Um, didn't you guys? Didn't we talk about that stuff that you can make your face look like somebody else? Yeah, yeah. The movie Face oh. Off. It's, it's called a knife. <laughs> what if they? What if somebody could? I wonder if you could. Fool Hello, the system. You remember that Russian app that like allows you to make yourself look old or something like that? <clears throat> yeah. Like, do you think you could use that to fool the system? That's what I'm wondering. Or are you talking about FaceTime? Yeah. No, whatever. Was, it's not. No, I was talking about the the thing where you guys where, where we talked about the. Where everybody's making themselves. It makes look somebody old. else's face look completely like someone else. Yeah. What is that? Oh, deep fake. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Someone's face deep app. Fake so That's can, what it's called. Yeah. Face app. Um. Yeah. So, it, I didn't read the article. Surprise. And there's not a whole lot to read there. But I'm wondering, are they talking more specifically about creating a database? So of not... everyone's face. Or is it just going to guess how old you are based on your face? Um, I you think, have to register your face. I think that it's actually Watch building porn. a database to verify your identity. And then they would use that to verify that you're old enough. So basically they're talking about using this to do facial recognition for banks, government agencies, internet service providers. I don't know why they would need to know. And Did that door open again? <laughs> Uh, we got company coming, guys. I'm sorry. I got to go. Okay. Right. I can't play anymore. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for letting us borrow the ball. <laughs> so no, I... No. No. They're no. going to create a giant database of people's faces, and they're going to protect it with nothing, and they're going to use it to basically verify that you are who you say you are so you can watch porn. No. They're not going to protect the database? No. I, mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, it's the UK. It's Australia, but sure. <laughs> Everything east of here is Europe, except for Asia. So, deal with it. I don't what? know. This seems like a pretty big issue for privacy. Um, 100% disagree with this. So, I mean, I guess I'm not really sure... I just can't. I, it, there's this, this kind of comes on the heels of the UK. Actually, talking about the UK, they basically abandoned their age verification laws for porn because they're like, it turns out it's pretty hard to do. 
Yeah. <clears throat> like, you know the whole website when you show up and you're like, hey, are you 18? And you're just like, yes. yes. <laughs> Been clicking yes since I was younger than 18. I mean, I mean real rebel right here. I mean, probably the most effective way to keep underage people away from porn would be to take porn off the internet completely. Effectively crushing internet use. Like, there'd be so many more IP addresses and domains available after that. What if you Like, just... moving back to... Just moving back to the, the porn shop down the street with DVDs and stuff, and you have to go in with your ID and check in and whatever. What if you just can't Me? jack into the internet until you're 18? Or jack off the internet, I'm just saying. I mean, that seems harder to enforce because, again, they're either going to need to verify your age or it's just going to have to be like illegal for anyone. If you have people under the age of 18 in your house, you just can't have internet in your house. So as soon yeah. as you become, you have, have kids, the adults no Boom, longer get dumb. internet in the house. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. No. It, nope. I nope. um. Nope. Nope. Thumbs down to all of it. I I do not envy anyone in Australia right now. Definitely. Government. Government. Uh, people living there, and anything. Speaking of uh, government toads, regulations, did you guys hear anyway. that they're trying to ban the B word in Boston? I mean, sure. Beans. <laughs> that's beans. That's a pretty offensive word. Um, up to six months jail time. Yeah. Uh, last I saw, I was going to vote. Hmm. <clears throat> well, at least they're voting on it. Yeah, thumbs down to Australia. Sorry, Australia. I give it a thumbs down as well. Um, but apparently, you know what uh, you shouldn't be doing is sticking marijuana up your nose. What? <laughs> Why not? Because I mean, apparently, that's the only place I put it. If you forget about it for eighteen years, oh yeah, I heard about this. It turns into a rock. Well, yeah, you forget about anything up your nose it turns into a rock. <laughs> I, I don't know why this guy works. shoved. Didn't he go to jail? I, I, I just don't understand. Apparently he was... Um, so the doctors <clears throat> excavated from the man's right nasal cavity a 19mm by 11mm rock-hard mass, which was the calcified remains of a small amount of marijuana he tried to smuggle into prison 18 years earlier. Cool. What do you think? That he just probably, like... It like he swallowed it or something. Yeah, the best part is this guy's also from Australia, so I'm not sure what the hell's going on in Australia. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want to know, dude. They get a bunch of weird people from New Zealand. You screw up the whole system. Uh, you're gonna blame it on New Zealand. Got it. I mean, I know a lot of New Zealanders. They're the weird ones. Yeah. Apparently, so I guess this guy, he was going to, uh, he, <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. I mean, it just gets better. In this new case, a quote, 
A small amount of marijuana at the center of <laughs> it all was a gift to the man from his girlfriend who presented it to him during a prison visit. I wonder how she presented it to him. <laughs> Probably after she had facial recognition to verify she was old enough to watch porn. <laughs> and apparently, uh, to smuggle the gift past the guards, he stuffed it up his nose, wrapped in a rubber balloon, and apparently when he went to retrieve it, he accidentally pushed it further into his nasal cavity, and then believed he swallowed it, and then eventually forgot about it. How big is this guy's nose? <laughs> 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 he re- suffered recurring sinus infections I like this understand. I mean th- 19 by 11 is pretty dang big that's almost that's, it's over half an inch by about you know three quarters of an inch by half an inch huh weird I mean I give yeah. him a thumbs up for trying I why did guess. I hear about this the other day I think I heard about it on like NPR or something. Now you know. Like this is this is a big deal. Uh, I mean, this is about as big as news comes out of Australia right now. So they got rid of all their guns, and now they're trying to get rid of all their porn. So, and then they have some guy shoving. Well, this was 18 years ago, so you know you can't blame it on today. Today's science found the marijuana. I wonder if he was still in prison when they found it. Or not. Routine prison checks. Yeah. Hey, we got to check all the way up your nasal cavity. That's the definition of a body cavity check. I don't know. Well, at least they're not checking your poop anymore. Because uh, you can now register your poop to build the world's first poop database. Yes! So artificial intelligence will soon be able to help you decode your poop, according to this article, um, where the goal of a project, there's a project that wants to collect 100,000 poop photos to build the first poop image database. So if you've ever had the desire to take a shit and turn around and take a picture of it, you can now have a place to send it. For Never had the desire to do that. Um, never once. There are a lot of times I'm like, hey, isn't Snapchat for sending stuff that you don't want to, like, exist anymore? (laughs) Flush this down the the toilet and send it off to my friends. So, apparently, to participate, anybody can do it. You go to seed.com slash poop on your phone, apparently, and click on the big purple button that says hashtag give a shit. But what are they trying to do with the database? Just like be like, hey, look, look, it's a bunch of pictures of poop for all you poop lovers out there. So or like, are they trying to do real research? Be real oh, do you have problems with poop too? To be one guy just like with a poop fetish. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they say that a team of doctors, which could be anywhere from one to a dozen, I don't know, will apparently diligently look through every image received and then they'll tell you like if your poop like what the health of your poop is oh well it'll never be a good thing just 
poops Apparently. unhealthy should do it. Apparently, they will identify it on the Bristol stool scale. Are you? Are you supposed <laughs> to? These names are great. Do you mean bristle? Like a brush? Like brushing <laughs> no. your stool out of the toilet? Like. Uh, but apparently they're going to use it to use help train artificial intelligence by looking at the images to basically try and determine if people have issues with their poop, I guess. So then, like, instead of Teladoc, you just take a picture of your shit and say, yeah. hey, am I sick? Yep. <clears throat> cool. You can't no, apparently... there's a lot of mucus in your stool. The, the goal is to empower patients to take back control of their own gut health. So instead of going into the doctor and shitting in a can, you can now just shit at home and take a picture of it. You still has to be in a can, though. Or a white peach. Did you just say shit in a can? I think this is great. I'm going to go to this website right away. I can help look at the pictures, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hashtag, I give a shit. <laughs> Hashtag, I'll give a shit. Can we post to Facebook? I gave a shit today. Here's my shit. There's a mention on Facebook button with it. <laughs> Just upload pictures of the poop emoji. <laughs> I gave a shit today. That's fantastic. I'd lo- I'd love I loved I'd love I'd love that right now on voting day I would have loved that everybody posting pictures of I voted I can post a picture of I gave a shit today <laughs> you know I I give it a thumbs up for for somebody coming up with a new idea I don't know thumbs up for finally caring about poop Anyway, I think that's uh, that wraps up our stories for uh, the council cast this week, which means we move on to our Elon Musk pitches for the week. Sick. What do you What do you got, Silas? Well, I already mentioned it earlier, but I want there him. I want him to create an escape hatch for a flash drive. Okay. To send so... to send uh, media from cameras back to Earth. Escape pod. For satellites to send pictures back to Earth. Okay. Easy. Oh, Do it, Elon wait. Musk. I believe Easy. in you. Has to be a flash drive, and pictures will be stored in JPEG format, compressed. I'm assuming. Yeah, but I, I want it to be video too. So I I want it to be. Um, USB 2.0 only. Is it USB-C? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, we There's want to future-proof this, right? Can I plug it into a Tesla and watch it? Yes. Okay. No, um, I want the escape hatch to be a Tesla so it can race home. <laughs> Pod is in the shape of a Tesla. Broom, <laughs> broom. All right. What else? Uh, you got anything, Logan, this week? Oh, my God. Uh, could Elon Musk make a very simple 
an easy tutorial to teach idiots how to use Excel. So Excel for dummies. Got it. But, you know, hands-on. So that they know that the Excels are bigger than... Does this besides. mean... Are you saying you want Elon Musk to go and rub his hands over people while they read the dummies for Excel book? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Exactly what I'm saying. Dummies for Excel. <laughs> Excel, here's how you work with some dummies. <laughs> A service for dummies to learn Excel while Musk rubs his hands all over them. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Remember the first week when we took these pitches seriously? We're like, man, maybe he'll listen to us. <laughs> and then I just kept getting We're just like pitching that he's just rub his hands on people <laughs> while they read a book. I think that Microsoft, I think what he should do is, uh, you know, I give that one a thumbs up for sure. That was a thumbs up, definitely. <laughs> I want to see that. Yeah, I don't really, but I'll hear about it later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, Microsoft had, had, has taken a good first step in creating a smartphone app to do your driving tests on that I think Elon Musk should make a car that can drive itself so you don't have to take a driving test. Hmm. Brilliant idea. I yes. Think. I like it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Seems it. Like, it seems Do like it. by this point in our life, somebody would have thought of this already. Um, I, we definitely should put this one in front of him. I think it's pretty legit. Um case for I think he could probably have this done like next year. Probably. He could probably sell it for like pretty cheap. Yeah. Maybe he gives them away to everybody for free. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I could know somebody who could afford it cuz I don't know a whole lot of rich people, but we can we can figure that. We'll figure that part out later. I think he can do that. And I wanted to create a moneyless system of buying things. No. I'm pretty sure that was already one of your picks. Me? I already said that? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good idea, and I stand by it. <laughs> no. All right. Good episode, guys. Does Matt, Matt, do you have anything you want to share with Elon Musk today? Uh, two words, fellas. Uh, poop can. The <laughs> <laughs> pitch finally happened. <laughs> We've been waiting. And I knew it was going to happen before episode 100. We got his pitch. <laughs> One per 100 Thumbs episodes. <laughs> yeah, you got one. Oh, that's awesome. Two, two major thumbs up for that. <laughs> I like Wait, it. And I, I have. I, I like I how the idea, and I have is. faith in him to do it. And I love how elegant the idea is. It's not trying to do anything more than it's supposed to. It's perfect. 
Man, the team's really going to like this feedback when I bring it back. We weren't sure about throwing it out there this early. But uh, the time was right. And uh, I think we can really help out. Sorry, I did a little Wozniak and just went off on my own, Matt. Two words. (laughs) I think we could probably combine that into one word. It might make it more sellable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then you, then you know it's a brand name. Camel case it. Yeah, uh, the one word version of it is also poop can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think with that, I'm going to call this council meeting adjourned. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, when we get poop cans ready, we will certainly have them sent out. Uh, oh, man. At- We're gonna It'll be available on our webpage for purchase. I believe you used the two-word version just now. Uh, poop can is the one-word version. We're now into poop can. Poop can. Poop can. We do record this podcast live Tuesday nights on YouTube. And if you liked what you saw and want to check out all of our past episodes, you can go to councilcast.org. You can also find us on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher if you like the audio-only version. And if you have a topic you'd like the council's decision on, you can email us at councilcast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at RealCouncilCast. If it is a political poop can, would it be a poop yes we can? The fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Goodbye. 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 Poop can.